G'day legends and welcome to another RIP episode of the Auntie Donna podcast. This week's episode takes us to the Tokyo Olympics to commentate on sports suggested by our patrons over at patreon.com slash Auntie Donna. Remember, tickets to Auntie Donna the Magical Dead Cat Tour are on sale now at auntiedonna.com slash shows. And welcome to the Olympic Games, where nations come together to compete and win medals. I am joined by my other two commentators, Michael Rowland and Lisa Miller. Good morning, Lisa Hello. Michael. Hi, thank Hello. you so much. Sorry, the music's a bit loud. Hello. Hello, I just realised this would have been a good opportunity to get Gazy on the on the panel, but... No. No, Gazy Couldn't possibly work. No, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. And I am Tim Fencham. Hello, hey. Tim. How are you, man? Good. Now, are you ready to enjoy a day of Olympic Games? Yep. You I just shook I, your head. Well, no, no, no one can see that. No, 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 because the thing that uh, people don't know about my character, whose name is Lisa Michael Rowland, Michael Rowland, Michael Lisa, Lisa Michael Rowland, is that I love uh, sports and games, and I find them very similar. Sports and games. I think games. A sport can be mm. a game, and a game can be a sport. Um, That's all absolutely true, but I don't think it means much, but it is true. No, no, it's actually quite philosophical when you think about it. The game of love is a sport. <laughs> mm, uh, uh, For some. Okay. Put the music back on. And Lisa Miller, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you, um, Tim. Uh, look, it's been a wonderful four days. I think Australia has really put their best foot forward. Mm. Uh, I think mm. we're seeing... And Olympics for the ages. I, I know we saw saw the swimming last night, and and we saw that coach <laughs> flipping about. And I, I certainly broke a few COVID protocols um, <laughs> in excitement, hugs and yeah. kisses with the four people I was watching it with. You really couldn't, um, you couldn't, uh, uh, you couldn't script that stuff. It was like a Hollywood movie seeing the girls swim fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm breaking COVID protocols left, right, and centre in my uh, quest for love. Because uh, I've doing come, that? well, I've come here to Don't. find love. What is this? Well, what I'm, is this I'm, fucking I'm, idiot. I'm, I'm, my, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the village. I'm going on dates because. What are you I've doing got, in the village? I'm just hanging out. It's and only for to, athletes. You can't go to the village. It's not COVID. So. I'm trying to get a route. Uh, it's because um, uh, that's a game and that's a sport. Does that make sense? What I'm no. saying? Can you imagine the roots? So many. I'm roots. trying to. I can't seem to get one. I, I'm imagining them every night, and I'm trying to physicalize. I'm trying to manifest it. It's kind of like play the music. Now, it's a big day of sport. Let's go all the way out. Okay. Now we'll go to Tokyo to the dog grooming. Mm. Um. So we're seeing a lot of wonderful dog grooming. Uh, mm. From 
Venezuela, where, where for, you know, a lot of the South American countries perform really well in dog grooming. I think that's a cultural thing. But also there was an investment from the uh, president of um, uh, the Venezuela. He saw they, they won silver uh, in um, uh, Beijing. And after that, uh, there was a real push, um, a lot of investment in the country, uh, a lot of innovation. Um, uh, they brought in um, Gre Greg from uh, Britain, uh, the best grooming coach. And, uh, oh, here they are. And look at the contestant from, um, from Brazil. They've done a poodle cut on a Jack Russell, and it's absolutely wildly beautiful, don't you think? You know, it is, it is beautiful, absolutely. But as a former groomer myself, I have to say... Um, a former you know, what? Uh, a pet groomer. Oh yes, good, good, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I have to say, I have to say, um, you know, that's that's really not going to perform well. Uh, the point system around uh, each dog yeah. is very specific. So even though they've done something creatively quite beautiful, and that's yeah. going to get them three to four points, yeah. um, anything below a fourteen at this level is is not going to get you. Uh, into the medal tally, and I just I can't see how they're going to achieve that score um, with with uh, with uh, that choice. But you know, I've been proven wrong before. <laughs> yeah, many most most times you are proven wrong. Uh, I I can't think of a time when you've had an opinion that hasn't then been proven wrong by well, the judges. You know, I, I, I just we're just going to jump into, we're going to jump back into the uh, dog grooming here and we're going to cut over to, because we're looking at a final for the artistic wanking. All right, so we've got the uh, contender from Sweden here. Now, they've done something very, very interesting. They have gotten uh, a, a plastic freezer bag now, they filled that with lubricant. They've then gotten uh, two sponges. They've put that either side of the plastic bag, kind of to form a makeshift uh, kitchen vagina, uh, kind of like a fleshlight here. They've gotten a pillow. They've asked for a kitchen table. Now, what they've done is they've put their... So it's basically a, a system of layering. They've got sponge, uh, freezer bag. The weenie is in the freezer bag. They've got sponge. Then the pillow's on top of that. That's all on top of the kitchen table. They're pressing down on the pillow. Uh, when you the say pillow. kitchen table, are you saying a makeshift kitchen table? Or in well, the, well, this, in this the... is an Olympic-approved uh, kitchen table, regulation yeah. height, uh, a dining table, and they're, of course, only using the uh, front end sort of where the father or mother or the... The, the person at the top of the hierarchy of the family would sit. Maybe, and of course, maybe we sometimes say, the child um, as a treat, as sort of like, oh, I'm sitting here, you know, that sort yeah. of position at, yeah. the, at the dining and, table. And of course, we should say, as opposed to the European Cup of Artistic Wanking, um, contestants can't supply their own tables. Uh, they do have to use regulation tables, which is going to be interesting for this this player. The table he usually uses is um, normally about two foot higher. Mm, he uses mm. chairs as well. I hope um, he doesn't do his lower back. Um, <laughs> he said they've been doing a lot of training with this. Um, and he's going He's now. done many comes on them, but uh, I'm not confident he'll really be able to deliver at the level he needs to get. Because they really do need to get 14 points or more to be on that what, Why? Tally. How have you gotten here? Oh, weren't you at the dog grooming? No, uh, there's just a lot of us. Oh, right. Okay. So now he's, there's a lot of <laughs> he's, quietly spoken British people. <laughs> He's pushing down. He's pushing down on the pillow, and he's starting to 
Wow. So this is very interesting. Where's this, this person? Count- what country is this person from? Uh, Sweden, I mentioned. Um, uh, now, is this the men's? Here's, here's my, yes, this is the men's. Now, here's my question. He's fucking this thing as if it were a person. Um, does this count? As masturbation, you know, absolutely, because he's, pu- he's, he's pushing that, down yeah, on the top and I, using I, the pressure, uh, because of table sponge, bag full of lube. Just as a side sponge. note, Mark, did you want to go into detail about where you got this idea from, or did you just want to move on? I'd love to move on if that's possible. Yeah, see. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, sorry to can interrupt. I just say, there, can there. I just interject before we go on? I've decided every time I'm going to be the ex player. So if you ever need any expert advice, uh, if you either of you are commentators, yep. yeah, 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 just yeah. throw to me. Okay. We're just jumping back in here. We're going to go to a final of the uh, convincing your parents to get the vaccine over at another <laughs> stadium. Uh, let's go there now. Okay. All right, so um, we're seeing now uh, a third attempt. There's only three attempts here at the uh, convincing the parents. Um, This is an interesting choice from Brazil. Uh, He started quite low. Um, He had uh, very amiable, agreeable, well-read parents initially, obviously Mm. passed very quickly, but I don't think he ever... I never thought that would get him into the uh, medal tally. He's trying now with parents that up until recently um, were staunchly pro-vaccination but decided to shift uh, their political opinion based on their own comfort. Now, here's um, my, here's my, here's my, uh, here's my yeah. worry. He started with the AstraZeneca, but yeah. I would have started with the Pfizer. Now, that has been a, uh, that has been a trend uh, in people trying to convince their parents, start with the visor because that is the one that you know has less less negative media yeah. around and I, it. I, and I see um, for a layperson how that could make sense. Um, mm. If you can convince uh, a parent uh, of getting the AstraZeneca, even though uh, it's proven to, mm. to give be a very little risk for Absolutely. people over sixty, Absolutely. or at least the the balance, you know, the yes, experts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do watch Channel Seven News oh. more than them. Um, so it's actually worth three points. So right. um, the Pfizer is worth one and a half points, right. really. Um, if you can get them on the AstraZeneca, it seems it is a, it is a difficult move. But if you pull it off, you know, you're going to be in the top five and, and likely get a medal. Uh, I personally wouldn't risk it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a worthy shot, you know, particularly and for some of he those. has done it. The, uh, the, cont- the contestant from um, New Zealand... Uh, has convinced their parents to take the visor. We're cutting in here, and we are going to jump over to the movie marathon. We're here at the movie marathon. Um, interesting choice. Uh, this was, of course, selected by the uh, International Committee for Movie Marathons. It's Scream 1, 2, and 4. Mm. Um, the choice to skip 3 <laughs> uh, makes sense from an entertainment value, um, but I think it was really at, the th- at, at 3 that we were going to see um, the real champions emerge. So an interesting choice, an easier race, and I think for us watching, probably slightly less entertaining. We're at the intermission here at the moment. People, uh, let's, let's, let's cut over to uh, the contestant from the United States of America and see what they're getting at the candy bar to push themselves through. Scream 2. Scream 2. Hey, can I have some popcorn and soda? Okay, he's gone popcorn and soda. A very traditional choice. I wonder if that will fare well with the judges. 
Um, well, you know, of course, uh, the the choice of food is really only going to uh, come into play uh, if if uh, uh, m- more than three people make it through Scream Four, make it mm. through all three movies. Mm. Um, that's when, of course, the point system comes into play. And, um, and, and the soda is an interesting choice because my my question, my query mm. with that choice is. Yeah. Uh, soda one isn't going to keep you that well hydrated, but it's going to make you need to do a wee. And yeah. if they have to leave halfway through Scream 2 to do a wee, yeah. are that's they putting severe. at risk their chance for gold? Well, that's a disqualification according to uh, Olympics, uh, the International Committee of Movie Marathons. Oh, gee, really? Um, yeah, I know it seems harsh, uh, you know, but this insane. isn't the amateur games. Uh, Mark, these are professionals. These are the best movie marathon goers. These are, these yeah, are, but that doesn't mean they don't have the wee. Yeah, but I mean, you hold the Wii. You think marathon runners do a little Wii in the real Olympics? <laughs> do a little Wii. You gotta hold the Wii. It's part of the game. Oh, all right. Yeah, but they endurance. wouldn't be disqualified if they did have to go do a Wii. Yeah, but they'd lose. On oh, no, not if they had a good head start. Of course, um, you've seen we've seen people at movie marathons piss themselves at mm. this level. Perfectly allowed um, uh, strategy. Uh, we saw. In uh, Beijing, two thousand and eight, the uh, Canadian contestant at that that year pissed themselves, um, and make sure not to drink any water before they pissed themselves. So it was viscous and stinky, um, mm, and that, that thick, sent a out viscous pee. There's nothing worse than a thick viscous pee, and that got them all the way to silver. Mm, so that was mm. very impressive. Um, uh, we're going oh, to leave that there. <laughs> Right, oh, what did you want to do? No, no, it was about a, it was about the contestant from Australia sneaking in a cup of lollies. <laughs> that's good shit. That's, yeah, but you know, I didn't get there. I didn't get there in time. That'd be a good the, sport is sneaking KFC into the movies. I've yeah. done it. I've done it many times. I a did couple it for yeah, lollies. Well, that's what I'm saying because I'm yeah. the I would win gold in that. Yeah. A couple um, of lollies gets you a few points, but like if you get a hot food in and a pizza, that like that's the Olympic record is someone getting a whole pizza. A pizza. In. And also that's not a good sketch. And maybe also not um not buying a ticket, but uh, going up to the person who's at front who checks the tickets, shaking their hand and slipping them ten dollars. Uh, that's how I used to get into the movies at Werribee 10, which was pretty cool, but it was $5 at the time. That could be an Olympic sport. So you're just getting like a discounted ticket, really? Yeah, but you're doing it real shady. You're doing it real shady. Who's doing We have... Uh, who's doing... Was it our friend? It was like... Yeah, it was like a, it was like an older boy in from high school who was like, hey, I'll look at the movies. If you see me there, shake my hand, slip me five bucks, I'll let you in and you see the movies. You know what? I give him credit for his entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing now? Oh, I think he's dead. And do you know what else is dead? The exhibition industry, and it's his fault. We're going to go to an ad break. We'll be right back with more sports at the Olympic Games. Welcome back to the Olympics, and we're joining you at the finals for doxing. Um... Here we are at the doxing uh, women's division. Of course, it was only a men's event uh, up until this year. This is the first uh, Olympics with a uh, women's division of doxing. Um, Absolutely so right. Yeah. Uh, usually, uh, this is actually the second, only second Olympics where doxing is brought in. They got rid of uh, dressage and replaced it with finding out where people on the internet live and making that public. Um, you know, this is a really interesting event. Uh, just a lot of 
Pathetic nerds. Mm. (laughs) Really pathetic nerds. And they don't get to perform in front of audiences very often. Crowds. uh, I think they would have been very excited to perform for crowds, except for, of course, this Olympics, there are no crowds. So a lot of them are in their comfort zone, just destroying people's lives in the stench of their own sweat. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, of of course, uh, to to secure the gold medal uh, of doxing is, of course, getting someone swatted. And we're we're cutting over away now to the... uh, What's that mean for the people who... uh... (laughs) Don't spend time in That's where you find where someone lives and then send a SWAT team there in the hope that they'll be, you know, uh, murdered or that, that sort of thing. It's quite, you know, I think, I think the hope there is that the SWAT team will come in and, and you'll see someone get shot on, on, on the internet live. I, I believe that's the intention there. Um, I should just uh, interject here and say, um, before we see if this SWAT is successful, um, I just want to explain basically how the point system mm. works. Um, The International Committee for Doxing um, have set up a a point system. Basically, uh, it's a negative point system um, on the reason the person is being doxed. So the more... um, uh, the looser the thread or the less of a reason to dox the person, mm. um, the, the, more the more negative point, point the, the less negative points that yeah. is. Yeah. You then get the points for the execution of the dox, the time of the dox. Mm. It's a very complicated system mm. um, minus the t- term. So what's really interesting about this SWOT is this is because someone did a video essay um, where they just gave their opinion on a film um, mm. that actually is a bit sodgy and they didn't say anything other than the fact that they personally didn't like it and gave some good examples. So this, if, if this docs is successful, um, they're going to get a lot of points because they probably shouldn't have doxed that person at all. Not that you should dox anyone. No, and, and of course, uh, major negative points are given for doxing yourself, which, mm. uh, which happens... Quite often, I know I've been guilty of doing that myself. And you've moved recently, haven't you, Zach? Yes, yes, I've just recently moved to um, uh, Ballarat. Ah, right, yeah, that's right. And uh, just, uh, just, you have you, you've been just. It's just off Lydiard Street, isn't it? Yeah, tw- twenty-seven Lydiard doxing. Street. Oh. And oh. I've got him. And I've oh. got him, and that's and that's 20 points for me. Thank you so much. And we'll see. I'm, I'm not a contestant here today, but uh, a successful doxing does potentially count. We're going to uh, cross now to the uh, the stadium down the road yeah. for the uh, just another just another stadium. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to go to the. I'm looking at the list here. Uh, uh, most Monty Python quotes per minute. Well, that was a lot of Monty Python quotes there <laughs> from yeah, the heaps. contestant from Britain. Um, the judges are still counting it. Uh, obviously, uh, in the last few years, they've started sort of doing things where they'll use the end of one quote to be the start of the next quote mm. using the words at the end. Um, so it does sometimes take a few minutes for let's, the judges um, to get a count. Let's look at a highlight from the heats. As uh, Let's look at a, uh, one that Mark's going to do, yeah. <laughs> which is, is he shakes his head. Let's look at the highlights from the semi-final the, the, who broke the world record for the most Monty Python most. quotes. Most. Uh, he's a, no, a he's not. He's not a, a messiah. He's a naughty boy. There's one uh, there. We are the knights who say, There's me, two. Uh, tis but a flesh wound. Three. Um, 
You'd certainly think it would He's be moving fast. He's moving fast. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the life of Brian. Which was just the name of the film, but he's, uh, I don't think it's said in. So well, that well was, it's that in the song. It's pen. in the song at the start. The life of oh, yeah. Brian. Okay, so he gets it on. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, yeah that counts. Always look um, on the bright six. side of life. Um, bright side um, of life. Uh, it's not a parrot. Part. It's a naughty boy. That's wrong. Uh, deducted a point for that. Um, uh, and uh, the the uh, the uh, the marathon, the incontinence one. The one with the marathon. Quite, does they, what do they say? Oh, I guess the comment. Well, yeah, you can't. They don't. They're just running and they're pissing their pants. It's very funny. Five, um, four, uh, Socrates, three, Socrates, Socrates, Socrates uh, passes one. to. And he's done it about six ish. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. And we'll see how he goes in the final. But first, we're going to jump over to the fucking um, 100 meter kiss. Is 100 meter kiss. To the two Australian contestants having a kiss. I, I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, A, what this looks like. uh, B, how this works. Or three. He's hurt himself. He hurt his lippies. Uh, Oh, he's got a chapped lip. He's asking uh, for some chap. uh, He's asking for uh, uh, for some um, some coconut. uh, What's it called? A, like a, a, a papaya, um, the, the papaya. Papaya balm. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he's back at it. Um, I think they're 100 metres apart and they've got really long lips. I, I think that's what this is and maybe how long they kiss for. Well, I um, thought it was. We're going to cut away there. <laughs> All right, yeah. no, you're going to explain what it is. I thought it was they. It, it's they're 100 metres apart and... Um, and they have to uh, they have to kiss, but it's the longest that it takes uh, the two people to meet in the middle. But they have to be trying to kiss the whole time, and then their lips meet. So it could this event could go for uh, months. Wait, say that again. Okay. So that's the longest. So they're a hundred meters apart, and yeah. they have to have their lips puckered, and then whoever takes the longest to meet and kiss in the middle wins. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, great. Well, we're cutting away now uh, to the fart-propelled boat race. Well, this is the stinkiest event of the uh, of the Olympics because, um, of course, to get enough ass power, usually it's horsepower in boats, but this 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 event, of course, requires a fart-propelled ass power. Yeah, what did you think it was? I thought it was front-propelled, and I was like, "We well, just put the boats backwards." Yeah, and then you'd be fine. <laughs> Um, but no, it's fart. backwards and race backwards. Zach is not an expert on fart-propelled boat racing. Um, obviously, uh, but uh, it's it's very stinky. Uh, you uh, surprisingly, you get extra points if you shit your pants um, in this event. Uh, and the wetter the shit, the better. Um, I think that really comes from you know the history of the sport when it was first introduced in mm. uh, Russia in the late eighties. Um, people were shitting themselves mm. a lot. And people were thrown by that, but they've they've got to understand it. It's not about how you're farting or shitting or any of that. It's really just about how fast your boat moves after after a fart. If shit happens, I mean that's really ideal. Uh, you know the per- the perfect fart for a boat propel is I would say about twenty percent shit. Mm, mm. Um, now uh, shit obviously works as a cork. 
and it makes the fart more explosive. Obviously, these competitors are eating lots of beans last night mm. and uh, in back in the Olympic uh, hotels or whatever they're called, the, uh, you know, the village. The village. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have the, uh, the competitor from Canada stepping up here, Jean-Claude Blubu. And, of course, we have the... Uh, he's, 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 uh, and we also have the competitor, of course, from... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... Oh, it's, it's, this guy's gone early. He's gone early. <laughs> the, the competitor from Cuba. <laughs> We're just going to go to this race without any commentary now. Of course, the Frenchman asking for more beans <laughs> and his teammate shoveling beans into his mouth. Uh, I'm not confident that uh, he'll be able to uh, um, size and then turn that into a gas in time, but who knows? Uh, well, what uh, the, uh, I, uh, beans! Uh, well, that's a good sport. Now, here's another sport. We are now going to go to another sport. This sport is calling the 26th contact in your phone and asking for dating advice about without being called out for being on the podcast. If they don't answer, close your eyes and pick the random contact until someone answers. Oh, God. All right. Now we are going to cross now to the first competitor. This competitor from France, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow, Uh, this is amazing. This is my 27th. Okay, this is, and here he goes in a French accent. Hello. Who is it? Uh, Hello. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, You know, I'm... Uh, he sounds like Italian man. It's, uh, I'm doing a French accent. Wow, wow, wow. that sounds really nice. Uh, wow. uh, Michelle, I was uh, wondering. Oh, it's Michelle Brazier. That's very uh, convenient for him. Very convenient. When, when uh, you want to, uh, uh, you know, get a woman to uh, give you a kiss, eh? <laughs> what is the best way for uh, this? I Good think dating the advice. best Good way is to. Uh, she hasn't called him out, but I think she knows she's on a podcast. And then or say, "Now stream. gonna have a little kiss." Oh, um, we oui, we. Oui. Uh, um, this. Ask uh, her what she thinks is happening. What? Uh, uh, what do you think Let's is happening you, uh, right now, Michelle? This is Michelle? a big moment here. Big moment. I'm assuming this is some sort of podcast. Oh, oh no! It's she none. Got, damn, she got me. Uh, uh, c- uh, congratulations, up, Michelle. Up, All right, bye. Up. I love uh, you. Unfortunately, eliminated there. Unfortunately, the representative uh, is the is the character from. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to say South Africa. Oh no! Uh, I need I need to be doing that with someone else. But all right, here we go. Um. Okay, we're not sure who this is going to be. I'm going to try and figure that out. The phone's ringing. This is a beautiful gold medal attempt. Oh, the no answer is not voting no well. Can push him down to bronze. Hi, the person you have called is uh, not available. Please leave a short ten-second <coughs> message after the tone, and we'll send. You can the still bring it back here, medal. Hello, Mark's brother Scott Banano. Thank you so much for all of your help with our business. I need some advice on going on dates, though, having little kisses. Give me a call back. Thank you, brother. 
Thanks for using Telstra's message to text service. Wow. Well, wow. well said. there we see that was that was a fantastic games. And then we have We're one. Well, don't we have one more? We have one more attempt at this. We I don't one, think we do. I think we do. I think we do have one more attempt at this. Uh, the contestant from uh, the South Pole, uh, of course, Santa Claus has come in to compete in this uh, incredible event. And, uh, and we're going to see. What country is he from, though? The Which South is, what Pole. What country is he representing? Oh, Antarctica. The South Pole. I thought you said Santa Claus. No, yeah, no, he's, he's from the South Pole. It is Santa Claus competing. Um, <laughs> oh, here but we go. S- okay, here we go. Santa Claus. That's so exciting. I would love to get uh, some clarity on why Santa Claus is p- playing for the South Pole and not like a northern country. Just seems odd to me. I'd, look, he's not real, Zach, so I don't know what right. to tell you. Yeah, but the Olympics are and the spirit of the Olympics are and you need to show respect. <laughs> oh. That phone uh, near the microphone. Hey, Bruce Jackie, please leave a message. Thanks. Hello, it's Santa Claus, getting ready for Christmas at the North Pole, but I don't know how to date. I think that's going to go to the the French guy, because that was the only one that had someone answer. But they did, but Michelle Brazier did know. Thank God Michelle Brazier was the 27th contact. I may French have fudged mine fun. a little bit. <laughs> I got I to gotta be honest with you. I, I fudged mine a little bit because I haven't talked to Andy Davies in about 10 years. <laughs> well, what a great day at the Olympics. What a wonderful day. Thank you for all of your suggestions in the Patreon. Uh, hang on. Hang on. My sister-in-law's calling me back. Oh, he's still in for a chance. Hello, it's Santa Claus. <laughs> How do I get a date? A date? Like the sweet treat or like a lady to dinner? A lady to dinner. <laughs> you just have to ask her nicely. Oh, okay. What do you think's happening right now? I don't know. Yes! I did it! Yes! Oh, my God. Congratulations, Santa Claus. You did it. i got to call although, back my sister-in-law. Santa looks a little bit confused. Oh, no, there's, 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 a, there's a challenge from the judges. No. Uh, there's a challenge from the judges here that, that, that they uh, we don't exactly know what's going on. Oh, it seems there's a potential that he lifted his elbow, he bent his elbow oh. uh, while he picked up the phone, making it not a full snatch. That is a um, hard disqualification. We're just going to wait see the result from the judges. Oh, well, what are you Two to do? one. Santa's still got it. Yay! Hey! You've been listening to the Auntie Donna podcast. Thanks for joining us for another RIP episode brought to you by AuntieDonnaClub.com. See you next week.